Hi, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, I'm here with Chris Nicholson. Um, we're through Breaking Bad uh, Season 3, uh, or Season 4, Episode 4. Are you sure you got to Episode 4, Chris? You know, can you just tell me some like vague stuff about Episode okay, well, 4? It was either okay. 3 or 4. Spoilers for everyone here on out for through Episode 4, probably for the whole series, but at least through uh, Season 3, Episode 4, for sure. Um, it, the, uh, uh, you know, they, um, so it was the one, you know, they, um, the car, well, they scammed the guy out of the car wash by putting the thing, the very last episode, um, was, uh, they're taking Jesse out to the, you know, taking him out to pasture. Mike kidnaps Jesse. Oh, you know, I, I didn't see that part. Uh, I didn't see that one, but you know, I mean, okay. I've seen the whole series before, so right. okay. I so know you're that in, stuff happens. All right. You know what happens. All right. So you, yeah, I went one episode extra. You're in season three episode. Uh, you're in season four, episode three. I'm in season four, episode four. Um, what happens is basically, you know, Mike comes in, uh, you know, in season episode four and basically realizes that Jesse's out of control. He goes to Gus, says we have to kill him. Um, uh, and then like it ends with him taking and like Walt going crazy because he realizes Jesse is gone. Uh, the other big thing that happens is that uh, uh, they go over to Hanks and Marie's to tell them that, um, you know, he had this quote unquote gambling problem. Uh, they, um, you know, he, um, uh, uh, Hank shows him Gail's notebook. He shows a video of Gail. Uh, he shows a video of Gail doing karaoke. Do you remember this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so basically like now the big threshold that's been breached is that, uh, uh, Walt knows that, um, Hank is looking for a guy named Heisenberg. Right. Uh, okay. So anyways, that's where we are. Um, I've refreshed your memory. Um, the, uh, yeah. So like, I don't know, like I'm, you know, I just, I'll tell you what I think. The first thing that I think now that we're up at this point is that um, it's, uh, you know, I just keep thinking that Walt should have let them kill Jesse because Je- I, Jesse's this time is really, really unsympathetic. Um, I think I did it real. I think I was caught up in the story the first time. I was like, oh, everything Jesse did seems understandable. Um, Walt is a good guy for taking care of him. Uh, but, you know, he's like when he's in the hospital after Hank beats him up, you know, like he just wants to keep cooking and like, you know, because whatever he has ego, he can't just retire and take the money and be happy. Um, and then like, you know, he's, uh, you know, then he gets so crazy because they, you know, Gus used a kid to kill uh combo. And it's like, you know, like I don't get him in, like it's cause you're in the drug trade, man. It's like kids are going to probably getting hurt. You know, you're producing millions of dollars. Tens of fucking dollars worth of meth. Like, there's probably kids getting hurt somewhere. Uh, there's probably some kids who are dying from your drugs, right? And just because Gus, you know, he's gonna blow up the whole thing just because uh, Gus, you know, might have a, a use a kid in the, you know, in the in the drug trade. That just strikes me as ridiculous, right? So there's there's these situations where it's like he's like behaving, you know, irrationally and stupidly, and he could sort of have everything made, and Walt just, you know, keeps risking himself to just bail him out. And I'm just, I've had it with Jesse. I, you know, I just think that speech from Mike, um, where he says, you know, you know, uh, no half measures. Um, I just, you know, that speech was pretty amazing, but I think Mike had a point. Uh, what's your, what's your feel of all this? Well, I, I, I like that you tie it back to the half measures speech. So basically that's a nice way of kind of summing up your view. Like the, the show lays it out clearly in Mike's half measures speech. 
that's why you know one reason it's a great speech and, and so you basically you just find it compelling like you, and you think Walt is still taking half measures and, yeah, and he should just accept the full measure and uh you know put put Jesse out to pasture I you know mean, send Jesse to yeah. Belize as as Saul later says about somebody else yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think when he, when he brought him back, I think it was the Jesse's biggest sin was when he brought him back, when he was in the hospital and he just said, I'm going to keep cooking. And like, you know, and he's just like, I think he had enough money at that point or Walt could have paid him off. Walt tried to, didn't Walt tried to pay him off and he wouldn't. And so what does you know, he want? There was another just, dynamic. There was another element to the dynamic in that scene. I think. I forget exactly how it was overlapping with this, but it was part of it. This was around the same time. This was right after Walt had sold uh, the, the meth to, to Gus recently. They'd done the deal. Uh, basically, tell, tell me the exact context again. Uh, Jesse, Jesse had just cooked his own meth, and he was selling his own meth. And, and Walt had said that it wasn't as good, it, that it wasn't good at all, basically. Yeah. That that was that this this conversation was happening at the same time, right? This was when Jesse was in the hospital. Am I misremembering this? Yeah, uh, yeah Hank beat him. The, the, no, I think I, I think this was after Hank beat him up, um, and he was in the hospital, uh, and then um, he gets. Wait, but no, Hank he, Hank beats him up. But Jesse is cooking and oh, setting yeah, yeah. up his own yeah. meth selling business at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Hank tracks him down, and that's how he ends up in the hospital because he calls. He has Marie's number, and then he goes and beats him. Yeah, up. and like Hank's even staking out his place, like well, well, Jesse is having like a uh, Badger and Skinny Skinny Pete buy to set up their their meth deals. Yeah. So, so what I'm trying to get at is that I think during this same exact same conversation, while Jesse is in the hospital after Hank beats him up. There was this interesting kind of emotional element to it where I remember part of the conversation involved Jesse asking Walt like to confirm wh whether Jesse's cooking was good enough or not. You remember how this was like an uh, no, ongoing – this well, is like no, a no, running no, argument no, they had uh, for a while. No, uh, uh, Walt – you know, Walt Walter brings it up because Walter realizes Walter when he walks out, he says, It was good, Jesse. Like on his way out. Yeah. Because he doesn't want I don't know if Jesse I mean, maybe it's good. I don't think it's unlikely to be as good as because we see with the Gale stuff. We see even Gale can't cook as well as Walt. Um right. and so it, it, Jesse did not ever match Walt, I don't think. Um but he but he tells him he's good. Or maybe he did. Do you think well, this, is, this is a complicated question, actually. Uh th this is something you know, like I think it's we we should spend a little time to talk about it actually because it's it's a funny little like side question behind Breaking Bad that that pops up once in a while throughout the series. Like, how good is Jesse as a meth cook? Does he become better? How much better? Do, and does he become as good as Walt ever? His product, mm -hmm. at least, does it become as good as Walt's or even better? And uh, I was actually just thinking, you know. There's a point in the story where Jesse soon he's going to be, you know, spoiler, going going out uh, into Mexico and cooking in front of the cartel. And I remember he, he makes his best meth yet at that point is like 96, 97, 97 percent purity, maybe. But I think that at the end of the series, I remember a scene where Jesse is cooking for the neo-Nazis. Mm. Uh, he's being forced to cook for them. 
and they they show somebody some meth head saying that it's better than ever like mm. so, somebody somebody they they show like a couple of people saying it's better than ever and i thought mm. it was like a uh. a stealthy way of hinting that at the very end when he was cooking for the nazis by that point jesse was actually making stuff even a little better than what yeah, he'd made yeah. along so, with walt well, so walt could have gotten out i guess walt could have taken a cut from J- jesse could have cooked uh and he could have taken a cut from uh uh from uh, uh he could have gave a cut to walt right that that's what was going on right um the yeah uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fl- uh, we have that flashback with Gail. Um, Jesse cooked, and Jesse cooked, and and Gus allowed. Jess did a uh, Gus did a one time deal buying Jesse's own product, but then he gave half of it to Walt, and that that was part of the conflict between them. Yeah, yeah, and then and then what happened? And then they went, and then how did they end up? They uh, he found that um, yeah, they, they he wouldn't take it, right? Walter wouldn't take it. They were in that office with Gus. And uh, with uh, Saul and uh, Jesse, th- you know, uh, Walt and Jesse, th- Walt thought basically Jesse's going to get caught eventually, right? Or he was just jealous. You know, he could have got caught, but he, I think it was just he was just jealous because it was his own product on the street. He had a sense of ownership at that point. Yeah. Is that it? But the, but but then but then uh, no. But what draws Walt in is the money, right? It's the get. Uh, it's the money um, that. Uh, uh, yeah, the and, and then Walt then Walt ends up working for Gus at the lab and for yeah. a short time with Gail. But then at that point, the problem comes up because Hank beats up Jesse because because Jesse's launching his own you know his own yeah. attempted meth empire, and Hank yeah. Hank is also tailing him. You know, and there's, they have the confrontation in the bus. Yeah. You know, that's an interesting moment in, in all this. Uh, not the bus in in the you know the RV. Yeah, it, it went, when Hank finds it well jesse is there uh-huh. uh yeah. yeah so so like all of that is, is this interesting story uh but to that particular conversation in the hospital after hank beats up jesse and of mm-hmm. course the way that happens is that you know that's how jesse and walt get hank away from the rv you know walt says you know yeah have you know telephone him about yeah. uh, Marie, say say that Marie's you know hadn't been in an accident. Yeah. And so then, so then Jesse is there in the hospital. And, and what were you originally saying about that conversation with Jesse and Walt in, so, in the hospital there? So uh, when he something about about how it was bad, it reflected poorly on Jesse, and like Walt should have just been done with him. Uh, yeah, because Jesse, you know, Walter was telling him to get out. Or to get out, to just like stop, like this was bad. He got beat up by Hank, um, and then Jesse would just basically said, "I'm going to keep cooking." And this is why they got rid of Ga- they. Uh, Walt went and said, "Give me uh, Jesse and get rid of Gail," uh, because otherwise Jesse was going to go out on his own. And Salt convinces, tells Walter, like, "Oh, he's gonna, you know, he's gonna get caught at some point. Um, he's going to be safe a lot of, you know, he's going to be facing a lot of prison time." And so, I mean, what was Jesse- wrong? What was wrong with Jesse saying there that he was going to keep cooking? Yeah, because he was probably going to get caught like an idiot. Like he probably shouldn't have known he was mm. like stupid. He was going to not getting necessarily. Caught. You don't think so? I mean, don't they? I mean, like it, it, you, I think that, like he, I'm him on his own. He's pretty incompetent. He got raided. You know, he got raided by uh, the DEA at the start of this whole thing. Um, you know, there's no reason. Like, uh, there's no reason to think he would have a long term long term prospects. As I mean, but he's he's more seasoned now. He's more seasoned now, and what he was doing was. 
at least at the moment, pretty small time. Like well, he could have, yeah. like it's just him and two of his friends at the moment, right? I mean, but it's just, it's just, you know, he's, these, these, this was a small thing that he was talking about doing, I think and he, was, he never said he was aiming to create a, a, an empire. Look, I mean, it, it, like it's, it's a very, it's a very sort of a, you know, it's a sort of very big risk to have this guy just out there doing this, and he's going to do it for the rest I, of his I, life. I don't think that. I don't think that Hank, Hank beating him up. I don't think Hank finding him. None of this was like Jesse fucking up. Like I don't. I don't think. I think a lot of it was like coincidence and happenstance from the relationship between the connection between Walt and Hank. No, the, but the I connection mean, between Walt and yeah. Hank is how Hank ends up. But, but look, drug up to dealing Jesse. is drug dealing is danger. I mean, he knows this by now. It's very dangerous. It's a very dangerous profession, and bad things happen all the time. He's competing with Gus's guys, by the way. I mean, that's how his boy got his boy combo got killed. Why he's gonna? You know, they're gonna do small time stuff. Whatever. Like. You know, it, I mean, he's targeting he's targeting the the people at the drug meeting, uh, yeah. narcotics or whatever it is. Was that no? That was later, wasn't that later? That would no. That was like he was working in the lab and he was doing that. So he's still that's another okay, thing yeah. about Jesse. He gets to the lab, he starts stealing from the lab. He just has to have his own thing. Yeah, I mean, he just he's just yeah. doing that. He's trying to get the the drug the drug you know the uh, addicts and who uh, Pete and Badger don't like this and they feel bad about it. And he's the one who's like, yeah, I'm going to get them all high. So he's, re- I mean, he's now I, I forgot about that too. So he's, re- I mean, he's just terrible. He's just he sucks. Well, remember, he- look, keep in mind that part of part of Jesse's arc this season, right after Jane died, is that he's he's supposed to be terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's he's trying to be terrible in okay. some way. And so maybe, yeah, you should find him terrible. Walt, Walt, maybe by not by not saving Jane, maybe feels responsible. Like, look, look. Here's a remember this part of the setup uh, early on in the season. I think the way it goes is Jesse has just come back from uh, being in rehab for a few weeks, and Jesse actually seems like he eats breakfast. He seems pretty normal. Uh, seems pretty sane. And at some point, halfway or toward the end of the episode, you kind of wonder, and Walt kind of wonders why Jesse is feeling so okay. And Jesse just kind of matter of factly says. You know, you have to accept things as they are, and I accept what I am. And Walt's like, who, who, what's that? And, and Jesse says, I'm the bad guy. And so so that's basically, that's how at rehab Jesse managed to make peace with Jane's death. Jesse just kind of accepts yeah. that he's the villain. She died because he's a bad guy and he did bad things, and it cost her. And so then he just, in this season, it's Jesse embracing being the bad guy. Yeah. And then the ultimately, I mean, it's also, uh, I mean, he also just killed, I mean, after all, after all of this, he does, he has more on his plate after, you know, the problem with he Gale. goes back to drugs when he, uh, I think it's when he, it's the pressure of finding out. I mean, like, uh, by the way, ridiculous coincidence that the girl he meets at the rehab is her. I forgot this entire thing. I forgot uh, the, uh, I forgot this. Like we ever found out who killed Combo, I, I, you know, or the, you know, I, I forgot that ever even existed. Um, but the the girl he meets happens to be uh, the older sister uh, of the of the of the guy. Ridiculous coincidence. Well, you know, right? it's, it's a small world. It, it's it's a small small world, and these things happen. I know, but like, yeah, I wish they would. I mean, I, I, there are some that are such stretches. Some of these things are like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. They, they, they do these things. It's kind of funny when watching this series because I was talking to you about this last time, 
they just do these things and they get away with it, even though it's unrealistic. And what's funny is that they still get away with this image that Breaking Bad is this gritty, realistic kind of series. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to the very ending. I mean, that was sort of jump the shark, but I thought the ending was so awesome that it sort of, uh, it was okay. Uh, but yeah, I, they, they do this stuff all the time. Um, and then like you have the superhuman qualities like, oh, this guy is like, Mike and like, you know, he doesn't get killed by like a normal cartel guy. I, for, I mean, I forgot. I mean, I uh, remember I also forgot the entire Hank. I forgot Hank was in a wheelchair. I forgot all of that stuff. Did you remember oh, that? Oh, man. I, I love that arc. I, I love I love the whole it? stuff with uh, Hank and the twins. I mean, to me, that's one of Hank's best moments in the whole series. Uh, when, when he when he fights the twins and, and kills one of them and cripples the other. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's funny. Remember the one where he lost his legs and he's like, <laughs> like these guys are just like mindless, like killing machines. I thought that was pretty. That was pretty funny. Uh, but they, yeah, yeah but they, uh, uh, yeah. I forgot that's how they died. I like. I it came back to me like in the moment, like when he had that when Hank had that call. Um, you know, Walt really, you know, it's funny how little Walt is bothered by, uh, by he figured out that Gus sent the, uh, cartel against Hank. It's funny how little bothered yeah. he is by that. He's just like, I respect the business decision. That's all it right, is. Right. Because he knows that Gus also, uh, warned Hank. Uh, and so he knows. You know, Gus didn't actually intend But he put him in a wheelchair. I mean, it's like, oh, he warned him. It's not like he put him in a wheelchair and almost killed him. Like, he easily could have killed him. Yeah, but, you know, here's the other thing. Walt also knows, he basically figures out that those guys were probably there for him. Yeah, yeah. He says, and that Gus You saved my life. Yeah, yeah. He tells him that, too. So maybe that's, maybe that's it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, yeah, and he, but he, he really hates... Uh, I wish you got to. I wish you got to episode four because you really see this dynamic between Walt and uh, and uh, Hank. And the like, Walt still uh, Hank is in a wheelchair. Walt still hates him. Like maybe hates him more than ever. Like it's more like uh, prevalent than earlier in the series. He doesn't feel bad for him or anything. He's like he's telling uh, you know he's telling Walt Junior about his minerals. He's showing him the minerals. Like oh, and like Walt Junior asks a question, and then like uh, Walt like embarrasses him by like uh, Walt embarrasses him a few times. Like this happens like five four times in the episode. Walt you know like shows him up like knows more about the minerals and the chemical reactions and whatever. Um, yeah. the where he he's reading a poem and uh, wow, this very subtle. Uh, uh, Hank says learned and then Walt is like, it's learned. Right. Um, and then there's uh, you know, there's like, you know, Walt, he knows a poem. He recognizes a poem that Hank doesn't know. So he's really like going out of his way to like be smarter that show he's smarter than Hank. Um, uh, you know, it's, it's just a very irrational. It's, it's like a very, not a very, I don't know. Like I like the Hank and Marie, like I forgot Marie is a fascinating character. I thought she was always a goofball. Um, I didn't, th- um, and they made her a goofball in the end of Saul. Uh, when they brought, they just made her like this sort of comical character, and she's is comical. Uh, but she's also like a very good wife who really tries hard to support him in every way he can during his difficult moment. And he's just he's just a prick to her, right? What do you think about that whole yeah. that whole relationship? Yeah, he's kind of a dick to her, and she she does her best to to help him and support him. Yeah. And then goes to her open houses and makes up these stories. <laughs> you know, her capacity for self-delusion is, uh, is incredible. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I actually care. I mean, I actually care what happens to Maria. I, I don't know. I don't know like where she goes. Like, is she does she just fade into the background for the rest of the series, or is there some kind of development or resolution or, or something? Mm, you know, I I don't remember her really having honestly that much of an arc from yeah. this point forward. Yeah, but I there mean, was an arc. There was an arc up at this point, or not? Maybe not an arc. Maybe this is who she always was. But I mean, uh, you know, she's she's actually an interesting character in that way because, as I said, that I I do think that's right. She doesn't really have a a big arc coming up, but it's kind of more of the same in that you'll still find her a more interesting character going forward than you remember. I think. Yeah, because- uh, she's just got a. She doesn't really have an, that much of an arc throughout the whole show. But she has like some hidden depths. Like she's just consistently kind of a baseline, quirky, interesting character. Yeah, yeah. And she does these weird, yeah, this way, like the you see sort of the uh, the kleptomania. I mean, the, you understand the um, uh, the open house thing. She hates her life so much. She just enjoys going and like pretending like she's got all these things going on oh my husband's in nasa oh you know they're like a family to us you know she has these funny stories um and then uh like the stealing is interesting right what is the stealing it's always been there but then she's still stealing at the open house she's just trying to assert control or something like dude she just steals uh like everywhere and Not for material gain. She steals a picture of like that family. <laughs> she steals a picture of those. Of like, those part of it is, part of it is to to have the thing. But really, I I think having the thing is just how it started. But I, I think that really she enjoys the stealing itself, and yeah. and not just that, but like taking something from yeah. other people. Maybe it's about them not having it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She takes the 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 little what is it the, the Hummel. The Hummel. Do you remember? Oh no, the, the you, you saw that. That was you, the, you saw that. It was an episode three. The Hummel, right? He th- she takes from that one open house. This I don't remember subtle. that. You might. Yeah, this is subtle. You might have missed it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's like it, it's like she when she goes to her first open house, uh, that guy with the big you know sort of cowboy getup. There's like a like a little Hummel in the house, and then mm. you see it uh, at, at her house after she comes home to Hank. So that's just showing you hmm. she stole it before she stole the Puerto the spoon from Puerto Rico or whatever. Whatever. No, I, I don't even remember this open house. Like this wasn't one of the first three episodes. I don't remember yeah. the open house. Yeah, the, the episode three was called Open House. Uh, oh, okay. Season four, hmm. episode three. Maybe I didn't see that. All right. Uh, let's see. Let me see if am I am I am I getting ahead of you? Uh, no, I am not. I'm definitely not. You should have seen this. Yeah, it was called Open House. Was the season four episode three was called Open House? She's stealing from. She's going to open houses, pretending to be uh uh like uh you know she's pretending to be something else. You you're two episodes behind me. Then it sounds like yeah, I only got two episodes behind yeah. you. Uh, all right. Well, we're sorry, audience. Chris has a normal day job, so I am two episodes. I am two episodes ahead of him. Uh, but anyways, we're we've, we've seen the whole series. Um, okay. Uh, what else is going on? The, um, uh, the, 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 the relationship between, um, uh, you know, the relationship between Skylar and, um, uh, Walt is, um, uh, it, it's funny how similar it is to, uh, Jimmy and Kim. Hmm. It's, it's it's because of the development of the female character. Like she starts out horrified by what the guy does and then becomes um, sort of as bad as him or, you know, becomes like more similar to him 
or as bad. And maybe you missed this. They when you this is one of the last two episodes where they forced the guy to sell the car wash basically by uh you know this was all uh Skyler's doing. Um Mm-hmm. Basically, you know, God, he just wanted to, you know, beat that Romanian guy and get the car wash back. So it, it is a very, it's a very, just there's a parallel between this and, and Saul, isn't there? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, they both get caught up in in the misdeeds, and Kim and Skyler both probably start enjoying it a little bit too, and being good at it and enjoying being good at it. I think that in Kim's case. Part of what's going on with Kim is that she doesn't just get caught up in it. Like she starts taking the lead on some of the the bad stuff, like oh, well, the hijinks, well, and well, she Skyler takes it does, too far. Skyler does too. I mean, you, you, you. This is why you're the two episodes behind Magic because Skyler and the car wash. Skyler's going to be the one who's actually like behind it. Look, I, I know that she's going to do that, but she doesn't. Like she, she doesn't. Skyler doesn't go as far as Kim goes. Yeah, doesn't I go as think. far. Uh, although I don't remember, like you know, like Kim was actually like really trying to hurt Howard. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, that, no, you're right. But it's still, it's, I mean, there's many other things too. Like Kim was attracted to Jimmy. He was sort of like this when she met him, and Skylar sort of stumbled into this guy who, yeah, apparently had these these uh, underlying traits, right? Uh, but yeah. still, it's interesting that they, they it, it is still very these are very similar sort of stories in the relationship with the female character. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, and maybe this is just part of how a relationship like that in the show like this has to evolve. Yeah. If the show's going, you know, five seasons, there's gotta be, honestly, if it, if it's a d- dynamic fundamental relationship and the marriage behind the show, yeah. at some point there, there's going to be a part where they're working together and and they make a good team, yeah. you know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah, that's 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 right. I mean, there's other ways to have the relationship. Although I I forgot the the Ted. I uh, you know I F Ted. I forgot that you told me that. How did I? I knew nothing. Like there's literally like four things I remembered. You know, I remembered like uh, I remembered like you know the initial the initial thing where he the DA you know the season one they raid uh, Jesse. Him, they become friends somehow. Like I don't even remember like all, all the things, but like I, I remember the ending, and I remember like the Nazis, uh, and I remember Gus. I remember Gus gets mad at Jesse and uh, and Walt at some point, but I don't remember how. I know I re- you know exactly how. Um, I don't know still um, how exactly it's going to. Um, he's going to get out of Gus's clutches eventually, right? I remember there's a scene that just stuck in my head where he sells it to some white guys from Phoenix. He's selling drugs. So he's with Mike and he's selling. So something else, something else is going to happen. This, this, uh, this, uh, cooking arrangement, um, uh, is, you know, it's not gonna, uh, it's not going to, um, it's not going to stick like this. And yeah. And you, you, you said, and so, yeah, they take Jesse away. They're, they, it looks like they're going to kill him. Um, that's end of season. That's, that's the end of episode four. Um, yeah. What else, what else did you notice in all this we've been watching? So, so we talked about Jesse's arc. We we talked about Marie. So, like, let's recap the the most important events. So, 
I mean, we haven't really picked up as much talking about the kind of the main storyline, like Walt. Yeah. We, we've been talking about the, the side, you know, everybody but Walt, Jesse, yeah. Marie, Hank, Skyler, even. So, you know, so, some good coverage, but uh, I don't think we've actually really yeah. said much at all well, what do you one want, way what do you or the other about Walt so and his you, arc over the last season or so. Well, Walt, Walt is because I think it's because I remember Walt, I remember the most about Walt. Um, and some of these other characters are sort of a little bit more of a uh, black box, uh, you know, after 12 years or so, or however long it's been, 10 years of, of not watching the show. Uh, but yeah, what do you think? Have you know, did you notice anything particular about Walt? So, so let, let me try and remember where it picks up because this is like at the, at the beginning of season three, right? Where do we see Walt at the beginning of season three? This is like just the aftermath of, of the crash, the plane crash, right? Yeah. And, yeah, and speaking he, um, of speaking of those improbable coincidences and how small the world is, uh, Walt just happened to have bumped into Jane's dad at the bar that yeah. one night. Well, he says that later, right? He's in the lab and he's like, the world is random, but... And he's right. Like, and he says that yeah. in the Fly episode in, in his big monologue. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they like, they call like, they call it a technique called like lampshading. Like uh, when something improbable happens in the writing, you you specifically mention it in your writing. I think that's called throwing a lampshade on it for some okay. reason. Okay, okay. I don't know if that that makes it. I mean, it makes it adds a little bit of uh, self awareness. Uh, which okay, like I guess that makes it a little bit more realistic. But you're right. He's like, I calculated the odds. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is him. He's fighting with Skylar. Skylar leaves. I think is the big thing at the end of season two. Um, and, uh, or, or makes him leave, whatever they're, they're, it looks like they're breaking up. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and so like, he's like, you know, sort of like, he just sort of moves into back to the house at some point. Then the cops come, he sort of forces, um, he sort of forces, uh, uh, Skylar to sort of, you know, take him back, whether, whether she, you know, she wants him or not. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, I noticed sort of the, I don't know. Like I, I sort of feel like watching this again. I feel like Brian Cranston is overacting. I, I don't know. It's like supposed to be a subtle character. But maybe it's the comparison to Saul because Saul is very understated, like very understated. Like every everything that happens is, is, is like you you know you, you with Brian Cranston. You really get like okay. You know when he's angry. You know when he's jealous. You know when he's mad. You know when he doesn't like something. It's, it's just you know it's a mm-hmm. good actor, but it's almost overacting. Um, and then, uh, and then, it, well, Walt, Walt is a kind of a, a dramatic, an unusually dramatic guy, I would yeah. say. Yeah. For like a boring, uh, high school teacher, right? You know, he's, he's a little high strung, little neurotic. He, he likes attention. Yeah. Yeah. He'll ham things up. Yeah. Yeah. The, the way he like, get, like he like, uh, you know, I, I just felt Walt like a little histrionic. Yeah, I think so. I think, yeah, he's very histrionic, but it's not the, you know, I, he becomes that, right? He At the beginning of the show, he's sort yeah, of... Yeah, and that, that's part of it. He starts out, you know, the kind of repressed, mild-mannered, yeah. you know, put-together yeah. so he's doing He's doing his act. He's still acting like a normal middle-class guy in season three. So maybe this is not overacting. Maybe maybe this is actually character development. So maybe, maybe I'm wrong here. He is like now a criminal and he's like behaving the way a criminal thinks like a middle-class guy should behave. 
He's trying to form an identity for himself this season as as both like a criminal as a profession and a family man too. Yeah, yeah. So there's no going back. There's no kind of like he's got an he's got an edge to him. He's trying to pretend to be the same old guy. Um, like he, he's trying to think like I can have it all. I can keep doing the drug thing. I can cook in the lab for Gus. It's very professional. Look, I even have a very professional assistant, Gail. Yeah. You know, this is so great. I can have it all. You know, I can have my family back too. Yeah. And Skylar can't actually stop me uh, from living in my own home. Yeah. Maybe you know, there's, there's a point in here. There's a point in this season, you know, midway through it where Walt, Walt actually, he's got problems, but he's kind of in a nirvana for this series. His Walt's high point his zenith is kind of in the middle of this season in that time period when he's like he's the job's going great yeah. and he's making tons of money and he managed to yeah force his way back into his family's lives. And then uh, Jesse screws it up because Jesse um, Jesse uh, you know goes crazy because he heard you know he first of all he starts stealing from the lab and tries to sell off on his own and then he uh, goes crazy because of other kid was uh, you know they, yeah so 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 Walt. Walt, you know, I think that maybe there's kind of a reason we, we talked about all the non-Walt characters first, which is that Walt is in a kind of a reactive mode this season. Like, mm-hmm. he's settling down, and part of it is he, he is settling down decently well. Job's going well, family life is at least on the mend. Mm-hmm. And so jo- Walt is just piecing his life back together and having a decent time, yeah. and then he's reacting to the events that others force on him this season. Yeah. That, that disturb uh, the the balance that he's finding in his life. Yeah, and so he has to sacrifice. A lot of it is Jesse. You know, Jesse's the idiot this season who screws things up uh, for good or bad reasons and and disturbs, uh, you know, Walt's time. So yeah. so Jesse screws it up a couple times. First, first with the whole, I mean, Hank screws it up and Jesse screw it up. Uh, and then that that's what leads Walt to need to bring Jesse in to replace Gale. Yeah. And then Jesse really screws it up uh, after the whole, you know, uh, yeah. Andrea. What, what's the kid's name? The kid, Tomas, I yeah. think. Yeah. Yeah. Jesse really screws no, it's it up. All, that. It's all Jesse. It's not partly Jesse, right? It's it's all Jesse. Who else is he reacting to? Well, I mean, Skylar. I mean, Hank. Uh, Hank, too. Hank. I mean, things didn't have to. Things could have been much different if Hank had just not not physically punched Jesse. If Hank yeah. had even just arrested Jesse, things would have yeah. gone in a much different direction. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like uh, the whole theory could have been so he, well, much had, different. Had, That's a real yeah. pivot point. He had. Think of how had, big of a pivot that is. Think think about how different the series would look if Hank. Everything happens the same. They, they they call Hank uh, to get him away from the RV, saying that Marie's been in a car accident. Hank's really pissed. But then suppose that he doesn't physically punch Jesse, and that instead he continues his stakeout and he, like, arrests Jesse. Or he just continues his stakeout and, like, follows Jesse and sees all the people Jesse meets. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's true. Um, yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, it's Hank sort of losing his cool. Yeah, that leads to Jesse. That's that's true. So yeah, I mean, Walt is the victim here. I guess he was correct. He's the he's the victim. <laughs> there's a there's a thing with Saul. I mean, the ones who behave sort of rationally, the most rational people are 
uh, Saul, uh, Walt, except for protecting Jesse. Um, that's the thing. That's that's his yeah, big uh, right so that, That's what you started this all off saying, saying that you don't understand why Walt is still protecting Jesse. You know, yeah. why is he still taking half measures when Jesse is a problem? Yeah. And, well, you know, I mean, you know the answer there. I guess you just don't like the answer, which is uh, that I, Walt cares about Jesse. Oh, well, I don't know if that's the answer. See, I, I, I maybe, but maybe protecting Jesse is an ego thing for him. This is my partner. I could, you know, I could, like when Gus asks him, like, why do you need him? He says at some point, you know, he's, I can control him. He listens to me. Maybe it's just like an ego. This is my junior partner. He does what what I say. Um, I mean, Walt murders one of Gus's dealers in cold blood with with his gun. He he rams them with his car, killing one. And then he executes the other like yeah. 10 seconds later. Well, that's part of being Heisenberg. Like you, you, nobody touches Jesse. That's his boy. That's Heisenberg. That's Heisen, the Heisenberg way. I don't know. There's also well, yeah, it's because right. he cares about Jesse. It's because it's because maybe. he he has like fatherly feelings towards yeah. Jesse. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe there's a maybe there's a um, maybe that's a fine line between liking someone and you know having I mean, fatherly feelings. This is not feelings. like you know Walt, Walt killing killing to save Jesse's life like that. I mean, that's that's not about Walt. That's not about Walt's ego, really. Yeah. That's just yeah. saying this is what he's willing to okay. do. This well, is what so he feels what, he has so, to do yeah. for Jesse if so it comes down to like, it. Why does he like – why does he risk his own life? Why does he love Jesse so much? When Jesse is because, not- because that's part of it, right? Part of the situation that they're setting up for us dramatically is mm-hmm. that Walt has basically as much as he could hope to have of what he wants in life at that time. Walt, he has a great thing for him working for Gus and now in the lab. He could have Gale if he wants easily. Yeah. Uh, and his family life is going better. No, no, and so was, they're was, really wait. setting it up deliberately to show us that Walt chooses to throw that all away, to put it all in jeopardy uh, and kill somebody to save Jesse's life. Yeah. Well, you know, he couldn't have Gail because Jesse forces him to get rid of Gail because Jesse. Okay. Uh, so this is after, this is after Gail. I'm mixing yeah. times, but you know, at that point, yeah, no Gail at that point, but at that point, you know, things are going reasonably well for Walt. Yeah. Well, I guess in this particular case, hmm. so, so yeah, right yeah. when Walt rams into the dealers and then he sh- executes one, this is, so this is after they killed Gail, right? This is after they killed Gail. Uh, no, no, then, no, no. This is this is why they killed Gail. This is why they killed. He saves Gale. them, and then Gus wants to kill them and make Gail the head guy. Uh, and then right. you remember how? Right. Okay. Yeah. This is that. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, so Walt, by this point, Walt has made the sacrifice of trading Gail for Jesse. Well, this but is anyway, ad- the point I'm making is that, okay, so now I know the state of it, but like Walt had a good thing going for him, like with, with Gus, Walt and Gus were perfectly good in making yeah. millions together yeah. Yeah. at the point where Walt kills somebody uh, and risks everything just to save Jesse's life. Yeah. And the only answer there is it's the show is it's showing us how much Walt cares about Jesse. It's a love, st- it's a love story. Yes. You're right. It's a love story. It's a love story. Between- you know, you don't. Sometimes you don't want to accept that the explanations for some of the decision, some of the creative decisions in this show, are that 
people like care about each other. Yeah. I don't know. It's hard for me. Yeah. It's hard for me to accept, but you're right. You're right. That's the simplest, most logical, uh, explanation. Um, why do you think he loves Jesse so much? Is it because he's, because he said, cause he feels like fatherly toward, I mean, there's a lot of people, just the, is it the bonding experience of like, they, you know, it's, 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 it's as a father, at least to me, it strikes me as somewhat paternal, which would not be terribly unusual, but there's a separate dimension of it, which is like the mentoring teaching relationship. And that's how they met each other. That's how they know each other. And so in some ways it's just that, Walt saw Jesse as a student. Well, does literally, he, yeah. does he ever stop? And, calling and he saw the- Jesse as a as a student with some promise who didn't work out. Mm. And then he he's helping him realize some of his promise. So there is that angle to it. Uh, and there's here's also an angle to it that mixes them together in some ways. I wonder, you know, Walter Jr., his actual son. I mean. Do you think that Walt is proud as a father of Walter Jr.? I, there's nothing in particular that leads you in that direction. Um, like there's – I never really see anything. And like what what causes could Walt have to be proud of Walter Jr.? I mean like making the website – You know, <laughs> we see the context where his mom and others are proud of him. Yeah. Making the website – to raise money for Walt, and it yeah. turns out that it's just funneling. Yeah, Walt, yeah, Walt you know, Jr. is washing his own money. Walt Jr. is a very average. I mean, he's you know, he's got a handicap, but he's there's nothing remarkable about him. Yeah, um, he's not. They don't say he's like a great student. Um, he's yeah. not like super charming or anything. Um, no, he's just like an average kid. Yeah. So there's yeah. nothing average. And kid like for a guy like Walt with Walt's ego. Isn't that just kind of something? Don't you think that would bother him on yeah. some level to yeah. have a, a, a fairly unremarkable son? Yeah, who's not really who not going to carry on his name yeah. or his work in any way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good. That's a good point. So Jesse is the is the replacement son who, yeah, literally carries on. Literally does his his work. Same kind of job. Yeah, and yeah. so this is this is kind of a mix of those two elements of their relationship. There's the you know there's the paternal element, and there's also the teacher student element. But it's, they're kind of combined this in this sense that a father and a teacher both want somebody to carry on their work, basically. Especially Waltz, because he's literally like he's going to be thinking about those kinds of issues on some level because he's dying. Yeah. Yeah, and why does he care so much? Like he's gonna, he's gonna die. I mean, well, he oh he, he actually thinks he's gonna live for a while right now. Right now he's he's in remission, right? So right now he actually thinks that's what I was just about to say. Right, and, right. and that's part of his life getting as in order as it could be in this season. This is Walt's high point, yeah, basically yeah. in the series. And we know it's gonna take a bad turn. The entire it's compressed. The entire I think show is supposed to be like two years or something like that, or two or yeah. And so he's gonna. Ha- he's apparently gets cancer, gets much better, does all this stuff, then gets worse, and uh, you know, spoiler. And, and you know, in, in that episode, The Fly, uh, the show itself, kind of Walt in his monologue acknowledges that his high point was in the past, and he speculates about when the high point was, and he tries to find the exact moment in time when when about? when he, he when, oh, he, when he quit. in the yeah. Fly episode, yeah, Walt yeah. is monologuing. I think this is after yeah. Jesse slipped him some sleeping pills. Yeah. And he's trying to identify the perfect point for him to have died at, where he yeah. had made enough money and his family life was still going well enough. Yeah, yeah. It had to be before Skylar found out. Um, yeah. 
yeah. before the second phone. Yeah. This, you know, the, the, as he's going under because of the drugs, yeah. he, he acknowledges the second phone. Yeah. It's his undoing yeah. with Skyler. Yeah. I mean, okay. I, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit more satisfied with that. I mean, Jesse's not a great, I mean, but Jesse is not going to carry on it because Jesse is, gives little indication. If you think Walt Jr. is a, you know, is a disappointment. I mean, Jesse is, um, you know, like any, anything, any decision he's left on, like he, any decision he's left on, he is, I mean, he's emotionally unstable. He makes bad decisions. He keeps falling into these, you know, he's, he's, a, you know, people see this in him. They say he's a junkie, you know, you care about this junkie, you know, what, like other people don't see it in them. Now, eventually Gus is going to see something in Jesse too. So this is yeah. interesting, you know, um, so maybe, maybe he does have something. Hey, Tuco saw something in, in Jesse, actually. Don't forget that. Tuco uh-huh. looked down on Jesse and then he saw something in Jesse in the sense that Jesse actually ended up besting him in a fight and shooting him with his own gun. He, Tuco saw something in Jesse. I mean, well, I meant that kind of, you know, in a figurative way uh-huh. that, but what I'm trying to say is that it's part of the show that Jesse just looks like a loser junkie and a lot of people underestimate him and Jesse often surprises people who underestimate him. Tuco, Tuco thought that, I mean, ever since Tuco beat up Jesse badly and hospitalized him, Tuco, it was a thing, would constantly threaten Jesse and watch him flinch and laugh at him. That was part of their relationship. And so then it's kind of, it's kind of the climax of Tuco and Jesse's relationship, their personal arcs when, when they fight and Jesse grabs Tuco's gun from him and shoots him in the gut with it. Like, I think it's, it might be a mortal or nearly mortal wound. So that's how Tuco, that's what comes of Tuco underestimating that aspect of Jesse. Right. There are many times when people underestimate Jesse and he proves them wrong and, and he acts well under pressure. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Killing Gail was a, uh, uh, I mean, I mentioned, yeah, there's killing Gail. Yeah. And like, he didn't hesitate that long or flinch that much. Yeah. He did it. Uh, then he was emotionally broken by it. He goes, this is why he goes crazy though. And this is, uh, this yeah. is a problem. I mean, this is a problem. He's not very resilient. I mean, he, he's, yeah, but, you know, Jesse's, Jesse's, Jesse's pretty clutch at yeah. multiple times in the series is what I'm saying. Jesse he's, comes up clutch yeah. more than once, like going to the Mexico and cooking in front of the cartels and doing very well. That that's, that's another classic moment of Jesse being clutch. Yeah. And, I, and look, the, like I was telling you, I remember they don't make a big deal out of it, but at the very end of the show, there is a remark where they suggest that Jesse's meth is even better than any of the old blue okay. stuff was. Yeah, we'll have to keep. Yeah, I'll we'll have to. And so I think that, that that fits part of the the arc that I'm seeing, and part of part of the motivations behind everything that I'm seeing. I'm seeing this arc between Walt and Jesse in Breaking Bad, where Walt is just still trying to teach him and help him realize his potential, and it's trying to tell us that Jesse does have some genuine potential. Like he's a craftsman. Yeah. Uh, that, that's the point about him telling about the box he makes. Yeah, and look, yeah, this connects that. this. Yes. You, you see this, you, this was the the moment in the series where you first see the, the box mentioned Jesse's in, uh, he's in his group is a drug, drug recovery group. And yeah. he goes into this extended monologue telling them about the box that he created for his high school teacher and yeah. how much care he put into it. And then they just leave this story alone for a couple seasons, right? And do you remember that they actually do, they sh- 
pick it back up and they show Jesse making the box no. in the final season? No, that's all. In the final season, they do a no. flashback. Uh-huh. Uh, well, Jesse is in, in slavery, uh, uh-huh. making meth for the Nazis in their lab. Yeah. They do a flashback scene where they go back and forth between Jesse making meth for the Nazis and him flashing back in his mind in high school to making that box that he was describing this season. Yeah. It's showing him being a craftsman and kind of going in the zone, even in those circumstances, like being forced to cook meth. They show how he's losing himself in the craft of it. Oh, and so th- that's a connection between these two seasons. This is that storyline. Jesse, the master craftsman. And and I think he really does become that by the end of the series. Uh, that's that's part of what Walt sees in him. Yeah. What do you think about the? Um, uh, yeah, yeah. That that that's that's very good. The box thing. I forgot that they picked that up. And then he says, you know, you remember what he says? He does with the box. He said uh, he pretends that he gave it to his mom, but then he says, no, actually, I sold it for weed or something like that. Yeah, and we we see signs of Jesse being a craftsman. I think in in this season, I, right. I forget exactly when it was, but he made a batch and, and it looked great to Badger. And Jesse's like, "No, nope, it's not good enough. Like it doesn't break the right way or something." And he throws it all out. And well, so you can compare it to Gail, who and so Gail is like a you know is interesting because he has you know a conventional education. Um, he gives Walt his resume. I, I forgot all this Gail stuff. He and you yeah, know he got he a master's. Yeah, and he can't cook as well as you know. Have that flashback with him and uh, uh, Gus, where he can't cook uh, as well. He gets yeah. ninety six. Yeah, that's good. That's a good flashback. Yeah, that one where he said that's the one where he's like, you know, I can get you ninety six, and I'm pr- very proud of that. Yeah, and it but shows ninety nine because Gus offers Walt all this money. Um, I guess do you need an assistant because Gus was gonna? Wor- I mean, uh, Gail's gonna work by himself, right? Um, I mean, you probably it, it probably helps to have an assistant. Yeah. Maybe they were going to get an assistant for him somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I want to know how they found Gail in the first place. That would be that would be interesting. Or maybe Victor but, was going to help him. Who knows? Yeah, poor Victor. Oh, yeah. We should talk about. Uh, but anyway, the Gail thing frozen is frozen for me now. Did you see? I, I sent you that picture of his bookshelf. Um, so he says he's so oh, Gail's politics. I don't know why this is interesting because the show keeps talking about Gail's politics. So when he meets Walt, he says, I'm a libertarian. You know, uh, that's his ideological justification for not caring about making drugs. Then they show all these books on Marxism, Leninism, uh, in his, um, uh, in his house where they're, they're, you know, they're just, it's overboard. They're trying to show he's an intellectual. So he like speaks Spanish to yeah. himself and he has all these like, you know, uh, this primitive art from the third world. And he has these books on yeah. Marxism, Leninism. Later you see his notebook and this is a, it's very quick. I paused it. I sent you the picture. You see a Ron Paul 2008 when Hank is flipping through his lab notes. Yeah. Um, uh, so he's so, so, so the liber- I, I thought maybe they were confused. They got a Marx and they made him a libertarian. They sort of confused, but then they went back to the libertarian. <laughs> they went back to the libertarian thing it's the only kind of political uh it's only like you don't see like any obama or like uh you know yeah. or, or anything anywhere in the show it's just gail i i don't know it's a very uh it's a or or saul they're very apolitical you never see people voting or like caring about politics yeah yeah i mean the, the, it's a pretty apolitical show in some ways and i think the characters are pretty apolitical as yeah. far as the parts of them that we see, I mean, you know, who knows? Maybe, maybe Marie goes out and she like campaigns for, for some politician and all the time we don't see, but probably yeah. not. Yeah. But I think a show makes a promise that it shows you all the most relevant parts of a character's life. Right. But, but you do shoot with Gail. So it's Gail. It's, is this just him being, 
is this just part of him being an intellect? Like he has to justify so, so cooking meth. So like being a libertarian is like the way. No, it's, it's interesting. The the books on communism and socialism. I, I hadn't seen those. I, I didn't really look at his bookcase. Uh, I guess you paused it and looked at the bookcase. Well, I sent you a picture. You missed my text then. You're right. Right. I saw the Ron Paul. I didn't well, look at the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was a, it was a previous text. So yeah, you go on the shelf and, uh, I, I paused it. I went back and I paused it. So here's the books. Maybe there, you know, there's fundamentals of Marxism, Leninism, Engels, Marxism, the causes of world, something, and then cut off. Uh, Lucky, uh, Hugh Kenner, Lucky, a guided, uh, something of Ernest Fuller, um, Gal- uh, Galileo heretic or something like that. Uh, let me see what, the, let me see what this is. Um, fundamentals of Marxism. So Hugh Kenner. Let me just – I see one author. Let me just look up who Hugh Kenner is real th- quick and let me see if this okay, gives us so, so Marx and Engels. Yeah, you know, I I was a little surprised by that because Gale oh, kind of so struck is, me as a capitalist. Well, yeah, that's – I mean that's why it was interesting. They really went over out of your way to show you the, Mar- the Marxist books. But, you know, maybe this is just sort of an open-minded guy reads. I mean uh, like look. look. So Hugh Kenner is a, um, is a literary critic who specializes in Ezra Pound. Do you know about Ezra Pound? You know, I've heard of him, but not He's, too familiar. He was, he was basically a fascist poet. So he was like imprisoned by like Mussolini, I think. But he was like a fascist mm. who thought Mussolini wasn't like – I think I think I've heard that like he didn't think Matt Mussolini was like hardcore enough. So he's like a – so he's reading mm. like fascist – or he's reading about fascists, reading about Ezra, Ezra, okay. Ezra Pound. Um, and he's reading about Marx. So this is – I just think – so he's a libertarian. OK, so I think I'm making sense. I mean he's that's just a, showing a diverse diet really. I mean yeah. it's not – this in fact wasn't true i didn't have marx and engels on my bookshelf at any point but like in a nearby possible world in grad school i might have had like marx and engels on my bookshelf too it doesn't really mean any great commitment no, to, to the communist I, manifesto I yeah i don't think they're being like uh, well that's why i'm saying the ezra pound thing is interesting uh you know he's a uh a scholar of you know ezra engels marxism yeah there's a Fundamentals is a group by a Soviet. As a, wait, Fundamentals of Mark is a book by a group of Soviet authors headed by all over the work is considered one of the fun to work. Okay, so it's a very, uh, uh, yeah, it's a very sort of yeah. I think they're just showing. I think the thing is okay. He's a libertarian, so he 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 has a, a philosophical justification for what he's doing. He likes Ron Paul. Uh, you know, the libertarian thing wasn't an accident. He's not a libertarian socialist or something. He's a libertarian libertarian. Um, but then he has a diverse diet. Of like, this is just part of, you know, speaking Spanish and, you know, all this that is just stuff. him being like intellectual. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And, and so what they're doing is they are, um, what they do with this character, I guess it's like Walt feels guilty because like for, he feels guilty because like Gail is a kind of guy he would like, like, um, well, you know, right. Like, Gail would be the perfect assistant for him. Yeah. And per, and on a personal level too. Um, yeah, and then and the protege, of, and yeah, and has to yeah, and who looks up to him? Uh, maybe, maybe, well, maybe there's a part here where it's like, yeah, maybe he sort of Gail likes looks up to him too much. Like maybe like Walt likes a guy who's a little bit standoffish, who has a little bit of pride. Yeah, that's Jesse, obviously. Um, you no, know, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, I'm not. I'm not sure about that. Uh, Walt has such an ego. I, I think he did like how much Gail looked up to him. I'm not sure. I, I think part of Walt also does respect how Jesse challenges him. Yeah. 
But I, I'm not sure I ever remember seeing Walt dissatisfied with Gale for not challenging him. Well, they didn't have a lot of time together. I mean, they but, didn't work together that long, and we only saw like the good times. Yeah, and and well, and then like, yeah, but Gale, you you couldn't imagine would never challenge him because he he was just so worshipful. He's like, I'm just here to you, and then he kicks him out, and then he like you know, and and then he. Uh, I think he comes back. He's like, was there a problem? You know, why does he come back for that little, uh, he comes back for that uh, little bit of time. Um, because uh, yeah. Jesse, what happens to Jesse again? He's, um, uh, I don't remember. Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. Gail. Uh, so for, for a while, it's just Gail and, um, uh, Walt, right. Um, Gail breaking bad. Let me see. Let me see the, let me see the, Gail Butcher. Okay, so Gail Butcher. Let me just. I, I have. It's sort of important to get this. Uh, uh, speaks fluent Italian, so he's speaking Italian in that thing. He's single vegan. Oh, he's a vegan. Yeah, that comes out. I remember when they're looking through his lab notes. Uh, so you have that too. Um, and so he. Uh, um, yeah, Gustavus is uh, campus. Uh, breaking out. Good soul. I think actually you do see the. Um, Oh, you are going to get a flashback of how they met, Gus. And I didn't notice this was Gail at the time. I watched this at the time. I remember this thing where Gus is talking to some guy in a chemistry uh, uh, department. Um, and I didn't realize it was Gail uh, until later. So you are going to get a flashback and you are going to learn more. Um, but you are going to learn uh, about him. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, so the since. Jesse's in the hiding. Oh, this is what Jesse's in the hiding. Jesse goes on. Jesse goes in hiding. Remember, okay, this is important. Jesse goes in hiding after he kills. Uh, after you know, he goes after Gus's drug dealers, um, and then Jesse goes in hiding, and Gail comes back, and then uh, Walt gives Gus that speech where he's like, "This could be just a hiccup in a very fruitful relationship, right?" So he's like, "Come back." Yeah. And then now I got now I got uh, Gail. Uh, now he's got Gail, right? Um, and so then they, t- but then it turns out Gus, and uh, you know, we should talk about this because it's important. Gus, Gus, you know, he's a, um, you know, he's sort of, he is irrational. Like, I think he could have, I don't know, is he, is he being irrational, like wanting to kill Walt? I, I think he has to, right? Well, I mean, he has to kill Walt because Walt killed his drug dealers. It was a pretty big deal for Walt to kill his drug dealers. He could have, I think, because yeah. you know, Gus tries to mentor Walt. I mean, when they go, when they they have that, you know, they have their good times together. Walt, when he goes yeah. over to his house, and they are getting along well, and he tries to give him advice. Um, uh, and I, you know, I, you know, I, I remember, you know, he's telling, he's trying to tell him like people in our business. You know, he's trying to tell him this stuff. So, uh, you know, I, feel, mm-hmm. I sort of understand Gus. I sort of understand Gus's perspective here, and that like they really, well, yeah, mean, one of your employees just killed another. Yeah. Yeah, he did what any reasonable businessman would do. In you know, that that's situation. tough. That's a tough situation for an entrepreneur. Yeah, it is, and he has to keep. Uh, but then he kills, um, and so that's we we understand that we understand why he has to kill Walt. Uh, but then he kills Victor, which is an interesting. What is, what, do you, what do you think of that? Is that a rational businessman? That was an interesting decision. move. Yeah, interesting executive decision. Yeah. So. I guess part of it is like acknowledging, yep, you're right. I can't kill either of you. Uh, here's something you didn't expect that you won't <laughs> like. I can't kill this dude. Well, Victor uh, was, well, Victor was do trying I have to get great him. reasons to kill him? No, but, you know, I'm pissed off. 
it was kind of his responsibility that things went bad. It was his responsibility to keep Gale safe. It was his responsibility to, to, to you know, keep an eye on you guys. So no, I'm just going to kill him in front of you. Was, I don't think there was no reason because I, uh, Victor um, uh, cooks without, you know, he just takes over the lab and starts cooking. I guess he's trying to show well, that's not, not at all why Gus kills him. If anything, that was a reason for Gus not to kill him. No, but but he he well, first of all, he's insulted that Victor thinks that he can just observe like because he remember, he gets Walt because uh he cares about quality, right? So Gail can says I get ninety six, he wants Walt who can get the ninety nine, right? And so this Victor guy just comes along and says, oh, I got it, boss. I'm gonna like, you know, use all your, your product. Like what if he just came to the office one day like it was like a McDonald's employee and he just like had a new recipe and like yeah, used all yeah, your backup but, but like, look. burgers for the day. Look, remember how they they tried to show us that Walt was thought that Victor was going to forget a part of the process, an important part of the process, and then Victor didn't forget it. No, but then Walt makes a good argument. Walt makes good arguments. Oh, and then he says all the science stuff. He's like, "What are you going to do?" Well, yeah, I mean, like Victor, Walt is right that Victor can't adjust if any conditions change. So yeah, of course Victor can nowhere near replace him. But ultimately, I, I didn't think that Gus. Had to kill Victor. I I thought Mike didn't expect him to kill Victor. He didn't have to. I'm just saying it's an additional. It's an additional reason to. It was a. uh, Uh, But but really, like it was Gus's way of saying, "Don't underestimate me." And also, you know, I'm 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 angry, and and I'm going to continue to be angry, and probably like I'll I'll get you eventually. But it seems self defeating. Yeah, I mean, but does but he wants? But does he want them to? He wants to tell them. He's not acting rationally in that case because he's telling them, I'm going to come get you. Um, Walt. I mean, right. And, and and Gus doing that is what makes Walt quickly decide we have to kill Gus. It's him yeah, or us. Yeah. I mean, he, he should be. Should and have been so that is probably that. In, in that sense, it's probably a miscalculation from Gus. Gus might not have died if, if he hadn't slit Victor's yeah. throat right then and there. He could have, he could have won them over. Yes. He had to. He couldn't. I guess he was maybe swallowing his pride. He couldn't like swallow his pride, even for temporarily or control. But I think it's it's hard because Gus is supposedly um, he's this big. I mean, his whole thing is about self control, planning carefully, revenge. If if that was something he did uh, just out of anger that was self defeating, it was uncharacteristic. Well, I well actually no, because he go the whole he the how he dies. Is spoiler alert to the later seasons. Um, he, uh, he because he w- likes to torture Hector, right? And that there was no yeah. rational reason for that. Uh, so I guess you do see this fatal flaw of Gus that, like, he does like to torture people. You remember that thing from Saul about how he tortured that cat? That was pretty. Uh, uh, well, he was Who talking tortured to a cat, uh, Gus. So he, when Hector is like in his state in the hospital. Um, uh, Gus goes to him and starts telling him this long story about how there was this cat who uh, like used to steal whatever fruit or whatever from his farm or whatever when he was a kid. And then one day the cat got really – like he put a trap and the cat got really hurt and like the cat was miserable and he needed to put it out of its misery. He should have put it out of misery, but he didn't. And the cat lived a very long time. So like the idea is like this cat was like – had wronged Gus and he was just like torturing this cat forever. Right. And that's like what he was doing to Hector uh, by, you know, uh, helping him recover. When does he was, say this? This is in some, somewhere in Saul. After, after Hector is uh, uh, oh, after Hector's okay. in the hospital. It's in the, it's in the other. Yeah, it's in the other show. 
Uh, so you see this, uh, you see this as part of sort of Gus's sadistic, vindictive, like petty. Yeah, I mean, character. there's a reason. Look, Gus, he could have made. He's a making great money with meth, but look, it's funny to think. You know, I, I see the amounts of money they're talking about in the show, and yeah. Gus could have made more money potentially if he just taken Los Pollos Hermanos International. Yeah. You're right. Maybe he like he could have made yeah, that amount of money or more. You know, they're, they're talking you're about right. ten million, thirty million, eight million to create the lab or yeah. whatever. Like people are making more at that. You know, uh, as some of these fast food chains, if 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 his chicken's actually that good. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. He could maybe. Yeah, he put a lot of. Well, maybe the. Well, but I don't know. The profit margins in meth might be much higher if you're willing to like, kill people. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, on a pound for pound basis. Yeah, but but McDonald's McDonald's is making more, and yeah, but who, you know, who, people who, who a lot smaller he, than McDonald's are making more than Gus. Yeah, but who says he can? Who who says that? I mean, that's like a, he can guarantee that he can become McDonald's. But like maybe. with Gus's talents, my point is that with Gus's talents, he pro- could have probably just made more money in legitimate business. But part of why he's making great money as a businessman in a criminal enterprise is that Gus is a fundamentally brutal and vicious person. And he'd rather make money doing brutal things. He's not a pure businessman. Yeah, I I think that Gus actually sacrifices some money to be in the business he's in. I I think you might be... I think he might be... This might be a risk-reward kind of thing where he's just willing to take risks and he yeah i don't know is it it's a it's a hard it's a hard question um it's hard to know how like exactly. people people with gus's with gus's intelligence and his skills and his demeanor like businessmen like gus you know plenty of them he, he could get a job plenty of places in, in as a business regular business guy and make perfectly great money compared to what he's making in the meth business yeah, I don't know. Like, or you know, be be a regular entrepreneur. Well, maybe this is just what you're saying. Maybe he's just more suited for the meth business because it's comparative advantage, right? Maybe there's like a, you know a lot of guys who are just as hardworking and smart, but there, his meth is better. Because he's better at math than he would be at I mean, business. It's, it's he, easier for him to rise to the top of of, of the meth chain. Yeah, it's quick yeah, and easy. He's willing to kill people and you know has personal bravery and these other things that this normal entrepreneur might have. So you don't know how much money he's making. And uh, I mean, we do, we, we know he's making you know tens of millions probably just, I mean, he could make, yeah, he's making tens of millions. Uh, he's making, yeah. And that's not like, I mean, that's, you know, 99.99 percentile of, you know, um, but you know, a lot of, uh, a lot of entre- tax, entrepreneurs I mean, are free. making tens I mean, of millions. tax, tax free or whatever. I, I mean, mean, no, he launders it, you know? Yeah. He launders, he launders it and then pays taxes. Yeah. Why does he tell, I mean, I still can't get it. Why does he tell, uh, uh, talk about kids, about having kids when he's, uh, when he invites Walt over, does he not want people to know he's a homosexual? Well, he pretends to have kids, right? Yeah. Why does he do this? Yeah. Well, he pretends to have kids because he's trying to connect with Walt. Or he's pretty, or he doesn't want people to think he's gay. Or that, yeah. yeah you know, probably. there's the question. a question like, what could, had the creators decided was true about his character at that time? Like, yeah. when they showed his kids' toys, at the time they wrote it, did they intend for him to not actually yeah, have kids? kids? I don't right. know. Had, yeah, he had kids' toys, yes. 
he could have been a relative visiting or something, and he could have just lied at that moment. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe it's a storyline they planted and didn't pursue. I yeah, really don't because, know. Well, because, well, I'm not they, sure what's Because well, they do make him gay with – I mean, they do make him gay within – when do they – Yeah, him as did they make him gay from the beginning? Did they always – well, no I, the question is when when, when does it when do they have that first flashback of him with his gay partner? Like when is that? Because if it's like two episodes from if it's like soon, then it, you know they probably had thought it out. Um, if it's yeah, much I mean, later, I think it's pretty soon. I think it's pretty soon. But you know, I kind of suspect that it's one of the things that may have been built into. You know, actually, I'm fifty fifty on it. Did they yeah. always intend for Gus's Gus's? mysterious long gone partner what is that how it was for a while when gus was first introduced oh we'll suggest there were two of them and one it'll be something we flesh out later in the show who was yeah. the missing chicken oh, brother and, yeah but, but but this would make sense that they uh this would make sense because um like he got killed because I, it seemed like the cartel hated him for being gay it seemed like it was a kind of a homophobic killing it seemed like that was part of the motivation and so cartel maybe seems- troublingly homophobic exactly and so maybe like he learned that in this world you don't come out you have to have a whole front of you have to it's like a politician maybe he doesn't actually get the wife but he just like drops hints that he's actually heterosexual like is that's just sort of part of his yeah, you uh, know like honestly i don't know i don't know at that point in the show where they show that the kids toys i don't know if they decided gus was gay and i don't know if they decided he didn't have kids by that point yeah, and so the, you know, at this this point, there will be some explanation like, oh yeah, he was, you know, I mean, gay, gay just people trying can, I mean, to play while. Yeah, gay people can have kids though, so I mean, he could have. Yeah, could have that's true. Uh, he could have had uh, kids. I certainly did not mean to suggest otherwise. <laughs> he could have had kids. We just never see them, but yeah, I, yeah. but you know, we're never gonna we're never gonna find that out. Unfortunately, okay, I'm gonna do some googling after this and and see what the whole story behind Gus was because I, I think he's the one character where you know I think we. Uh, we wanted sort of more and we never got, we never got the full story, right? Mm-hmm. The, the part about Argent, you know, being from uh, Chile and not having, yeah, you know, yeah. not being able to find it. Like there's so much um, that's interesting that we'll, you know, we'll yeah. probably uh, never know. Uh, but anyways, okay. This was, this was good. Um, what do you think is the, um, okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we're going to watch, I guess the last, there's only season four and um, season five and, this is cool. I still, I, I'm, I'm still being surprised. Like, uh, you know, I know that, like, you know, there's so much stuff that I have no idea. Like, you know, where, like, there's so many subtleties. So I'm really glad uh, we're doing this. Um, okay. Anything, uh, anything else you want to say about the last two seasons or anything else coming up? No, nope. no. Nope. Good show. Was a good show. Still is a good show. <laughs> okay. Rewatching it after all these years. Got it. Okay. So I'll see you next time. Yep. See you next time. Thank you.